Welcome to another edition of the Go Knows Podcast. I am your host, Gregory McCoy. This podcast is by a fan for fans. I am not a journalist. I am not a reporter. I am not a insider. I do not work for a website. The majority of my content comes from me, in my opinion. Other information comes from the internet. Um, Bi-week podcast here. Um, You know, I, I... It's it's nice to enjoy your rival's misery, but me, I'm just going to say me as a fan. I don't try to think that just because Duke beat Miami really bad that we're going to beat Miami really bad. Um, The team, every team, or I should say, each opponent that a team plays, they take on a different mentality. With the with the exception of your elite programs. You know, your elite programs, Alabama, Ohio State, Clemson, um, Georgia. You know, they just go out and ball. They don't care who the opponent is. They're going to try to dominate whoever they play. But, you know, for, for the other programs, it's just like, Miami will have a different level of focus when they play Florida State. So I don't look at what Duke did to them and say, hey, we're going to do the same thing to Miami. I just, that's, that's just, you know, that's just not a good way of thinking as a fan. Like, you you know that it's a rivalry game. There's going to be a different level of focus, a different level of emotion, it's just going to be a different game. You know, most of these games, the last several years, have come down to a final play, with the exception, I think, like a couple years ago, Miami blew us out. Um, so, you know, just just looking at it this year, it's, going, it's probably going to be a close game. Um, but... You know, I'm kind of skipping Georgia Tech, and I don't mean to, but I'm just, you know, I, I, I'm on social media, and I'm listening to some of these people in this fan base, and they're just like, we're going to kill Miami. Well, you got to get past Georgia Tech first. Before you get to Miami, you're just putting Georgia Tech in the win column, and, you know, you, you – how Georgia Tech played against Virginia is probably not how they're going to play against us. Georgia, I mean, Florida State this year and just the last several years have a way, a way of making a inferior opponent look good. So I, I, don't, I don't put anything in the win column. And just some of the people in this fan base think we're going 5-0 and the rest of the way. I don't know. I don't know. It's possible. I I, I thought we had us. I, I, I think with the talent that we have this year, we could have beat anybody on this schedule. If we come in, you know, razor sharp, locked in, you know, just play to our maximum ability. But I don't think we've done that. I, I think maybe the Boston College game, we played pretty good. We played up to, um, you know, what we're capable of. But for most of this season, we haven't. And I think 
that goes with coach that goes to coaching too. I don't think our coaching has been at maximum capacity either. Um I like what Syracuse did against Clemson. Um I think the referees gave the game to Clemson. I mean, a couple of no calls, a couple of BS calls, but I don't feel sorry for Syracuse. They had they had numerous chances to put that game away. They just couldn't do it. Um so Clemson escapes and hey man, you you I can't be mad about that. Um the game was there for Syracuse to take. They couldn't do it. So it is what it is. But for our team, you with two weeks to prepare for Georgia Tech, I just I don't think you I, I would really have a serious problem with Mike Norvell if he loses this game. With with two weeks to prepare for this opponent. Um I would I would I, I wouldn't call for his job, but he would definitely be on the hot seat. I, I just you cannot lose this game. You cannot lose this game. You have to win this game. I don't care if it's by one point. You have to win this game. You don't have to dominate. You don't have to look good. I don't care how you win this game. You have to win <laughs> this game by any means necessary within the rules. Okay? Um that's the that's the sense sense of urgency that this the players and the coaches have to have. This is a must win game. I think most of the fan base is giving this team a pass because we arguably played, you know, the three best teams in the conference back to back to back. Okay? And we, we, for the most part, we played okay. Um, but you can't lose to Georgia Tech, not after what I saw against Virginia. Now, I know one game doesn't translate to the next game, but I feel like we have, we're a better team. Um, I'm not going to say we're better coach, but I think we got better players. I think offensively, Mike Norvell can draw up some stuff. Defensively, we're a work in progress, but... From from what I'm hearing, we're getting Fabian Lovett back, arguably our best defensive player. So um, this has to be a win. This is pretty much non-negotiable. I don't I don't think you can realistically look this fan base in the eye and say anything if you don't win this game. <laughs> There's no excuse you can come up with to me. That that would legitimize a loss. You can't come out in the the post game press conference making excuses. You have to win this game. And I think, like I said earlier, Florida State has this thing where they play down to the competition. Um, you know, I'm just looking for very crisp play offensively, defensively, and uh, special teams, um, you know, we're four and three. You can't go back and change what has ha- already happened. I'm not going to dwell on previous games. I'm focused on, you know, just being a supportive fan over these last five games and just hoping that the coaching staff 
and the players can, um, you know, get it together. I think worst case scenario, you go three and two. Um, but after watching Syracuse, I mean, they play, we play Clemson pretty good. We just, we just made bonehead mistakes. Um, they played Clemson pretty good, but they just made bonehead mistakes. So, um, I don't, I don't know what to say about Syracuse just yet. Um, I don't know if they're like a for real team or because they've let's let's be honest. They've had like a really there's they were six and oh, but they had a really soft schedule. Um, I'm not ready to put anybody in the win column. Not with this team. I'm just not because, like I said, it's it's a combination of. You know, coaching and players that contribute to any win or loss, but I think more so um it's that combination that that usually it can be is mostly one of the other I think it's fifty fifty is what I'm trying to say i think I don't think we make good adjustments defensively um fast enough in games um offensively. I think Norvell will try to force his game plan instead of adapting to what the defense is doing. Um, I would have liked to have seen Jordan Travis be more of a runner. Or I, I wouldn't say more of a runner. Maybe the same amount of running as he's done in previous years. I think his legs could have helped us in a lot of those losses. Um, as you've seen, he, you know, just took off against Clemson and juked that guy and just broke his ankles and boom, touchdown. So I would have liked to have seen more of that. Um, but, you know. You can't go, like I said earlier, you can't go back and change history, and I'm not going to focus on. I'm saying that because going forward, I want them to do more of that type of stuff in these next five games. I'm not trying to have revisionist history with the losses, but um, I, I think the goal here is to win games, not try, not to try to make Jordan Travis look like an elite quarterback. The goal here is to win games. And in the process, if Jordan Travis gets to look like an elite quarterback, so be it. But the name of the game here is to win games. And I I just, I don't know. I, I don't know what kind of team we're going to get next Saturday or this coming Saturday. Um, I just don't know. Cause I I thought you look at LSU now they're five and two, they they beat the hell out of Ole Miss. Um, and we dominated LSU in the trenches. We dominated them. We dominated that game, but we almost gave it back to them. So I was just like, I said to myself after that game, I was like, well, dang man, like. If we come out and play like that, we're going to be all right. 
And then I just we was four and oh and you 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 know you got players going on social I think we're the best this, the best that. And you got humbled three weeks in a row. So now you you've had to eat a lot of humble pie. And I just hope that uh you know we can we can get back on the right side of things these last five games and try to get to a, a, a bowl game. And 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 try to right this ship. I, I think, you know, we got some guys coming. Um, but I mean, I think I think skill position wise, we're good. I think DB linebacker, we're good. I we need we need defensive linemen. We need offensive linemen if we're going to compete in today's game. That's the name of the game in college football. Offensive line, defensive line. When you see, when you see Bryce Young having like all day to throw the football, that's the sign of a good offensive line. Um, when you when you see the the um the guy the the quarterback from Georgia have like all day to throw the football, that's a sign of a great offensive line. Um. So I mean, for us to um, to to get back to where we were several years ago, that's what's gonna have to happen. We're gonna have to improve on the defensive lines. You know, many 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 episodes ago, I said, you know, are you ready to play big boy football or you still want to be cheap? And you know, this is. We're we're still straddling that line, big boy football or be cheap. And you know, today's football is an investment from the fans to the boosters to the university, the players, the coaches. It's an investment. Um you know, it's it's no longer you can just get the top guys coming out of high school based on tradition. You got to have a bag. So some of your bigger schools they'll have 20 million, 30 million dollars to um you know to quote unquote get players. Um and we know this stuff happens. So you know, I I'm not going to live in some kind of fantasy world and think that hey, this school does it the right way. You know, if you ain't cheating, you ain't trying. So, and I don't really think it's cheating. I, I think these these players should legitimately, legally get paid. I don't, I don't, if a kid is going out there risking his, his well-being for a game and the university is profiting off of that, I think the player should get some of that money. Um... If his name, image, likeness, fine. But I say all of that to say that Florida State needs to get better players, like, fast. I mean, I give Mike Norvell credit for flipping this roster. I don't think he gets enough credit for that. I think he's done a tremendous job with this roster. Okay? But... I also feel like his game day coaching is not up to par. 
like I and I hate to use this example, but I'll do it anyway. Um, I feel like offensively. Florida State is very similar to San Francisco in terms of the weapons that they have. The difference is Kyle Shanahan. He will make an adjustment like on the next drive, if if not within the same drive. OK, you want to keep blitzing this guy? I'm going to I'm going to put I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to dump it off the Debo. You want to keep doing this play? OK, I'm going to dump it off the Jusic. Okay, you want to keep doing this? I'm going to run a screen to Mitchell. So, but, and Kyle Shanahan is one of the best offensive minds in the league. So, I, I, it, maybe it's unfair to compare Norvell to him, but Norvell has been fancied as a offensive guru. And most offensive gurus can make those kind of adjustments but he he doesn't he will keep running like how many how many times did he run the the read option draw play or dive play i should say on um nc state and you know you were not getting that play was not hitting But you just kept running it. So. Football is a game of adjustments. We all know that. And you have to be able to make those adjustments like in seconds. And I just don't think offensively or defensively we make those adjustments fast enough. I think. Um, you know, some of the stuff that teams have has done against us this season we don't we don't adjust quick enough and um that's that's really something that we're going to have to improve on if this team is going to get back to you know the uh the days of you know winning ACC championships and getting into the playoff um Left tackle and center is a problem. I hope that they're looking at those positions during the bye week. During, or I hope they looked at it during the bye week. And then I hope they're looking at it during game week. Um, but nothing, nothing really scares me about Georgia Tech. Um, but again... You know, people, for some reason, play their best game against Florida State. You know, who, no matter who the opponent is in the ACC, they seem to play their best against Florida State. So um, I, I, I really don't know what to make of these last five games. Like I said, I think. If you can go three and two, I would consider that an, a success. If you can go four and one, that would be better. I think the the a dream is five and zero. Oh. I, I don't see five and zero. Oh. I think Syracuse is very good. They always play us tight. 
Um, we beat them last season. Uh, Garrett Schrader is a problem. Gadsden is a problem. Their running back, number 34, is a problem. Um, so it's going to be kind of hard to stop them. They have a very good defense. Um, they're well coached. And uh, they make adjustments very well. Um, I think a combination of, like I said earlier, mistakes and refereeing, you know, derailed a potential win against Clemson. So they're they're going to be a hard team to beat. Um, you know Miami's going to get up to play us. You know the Florida Gators are going to get up to play us. So uh, I think 5-0 and is going to be a little hard. I think you can beat Georgia Tech. I think you can beat Louisiana. And, you know, I'll say out of those other three games, maybe Miami. But like I said, Miami is ever going to be focused. If, if Miami's ever going to get hyped to play a game, it's going to be us. You know this. Um, so I just coming out of the out of this bye week and game week, coming into this game on Saturday, it's going to be very interesting to see has Norvell cooked up anything special offensively or we're just going to see the same running plays the same pass plays. Um, I would like to see more read option with Jordan Travis. Um, like I said, the name of the game is winning games. Um, you know, in the process, if you can improve uh, players' draft status, great. But at the end of the day, you're trying to win games. Okay? You're not trying to feature a player you're trying to win games so um you know that's that's really what I'm hoping for very like I said earlier very crisp defensive play very crisp offensive play and you know when you get down close enough for the uh kicker to kick let him kick Quit going for it on fourth down all the time. Um, you know, you're just taking unnecessary risk. Um, at some point, you got to trust your kicker. If you make it, you make it. If you don't, you don't. But I don't. If it's fourth and inches, go for it. If it's anything fourth and one or more, I would I would kick the field goal. So. Um. Maybe, just maybe, we can get uh, locked in these last five games. I think when, you know, people start their Facebook groups about Florida State football and somebody like me joins your group and I'm critical of the team. Why is it why why are you so offended by that? You know, I've been kicked out of two three Florida State football Facebook groups because I was critical of a team that I'm a fan of. And 
I keep all my criticisms about football. I don't t- attack any of these people, coaches or players personally because I don't know them personally. I don't make remarks about their character or their intelligence. Like um, if it doesn't relate to football, I'll say Mike Norvell made a stupid decision about whatever or Jordan Travis made a dumb throw. I'm not calling him stupid in overall intelligence. I'm just saying in that moment, he made a dumb throw. And most mature adults can understand the difference. But you have these moderators that be in these. And let's just, I don't really care about Facebook groups because I really didn't join a lot of those groups until like this year just to you know just 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 to get some sort of i don't know uh interaction or feeling about how this fan base is and it's just very soft and i'm not gonna say the whole fan base just some of the people that i've interacted with on social media you know if you say you know, like like the 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 um the the read option dive play that Mike Norvell likes to run. I I said in a group, I said that play wasn't working. Why are you continuously running it? Because you're not you're getting less than a yard on that play when this was against NC State. And somebody came back at me. Well, why don't you go coach the team? Like, how? I mean, are we are we operating in the in the, in the the realm of reality? Now, I can't tell someone how to respond, but if we're gonna if we're gonna operate in the realm of reality, I think a better response would have been, you know. What play would you have called? Or what play do you think would have worked? Not that I even had an answer for that, but just telling me to go coach the team, like, it's crazy. So, um, and I, I, I guess every fan base is like that, where there's a lot of, I don't know, infighting. I don't really consider myself... You know, one of those people. Um, but I just think that if you're going to start a group on Facebook and you're going to try to censor what people say. Now, I, I, I mean, any inappropriate stuff, like just anything that's inappropriate, name calling, making personal remarks about coaches and players, you know, whatever. But as long as you're being sensible and you're keeping it within the lines, you know, I should be able to say that we made a dumb play. But it's whatever. I mean, I started my podcast, you know, just as like a... a um 
a, I don't know, a therapy because we sucked at the time. This was December 2019. I just felt like I needed to talk to myself, really. and I, But I just put it out. I didn't really think that I would gain the small little following that I have. But um, And I, I've actually turned off the comments on YouTube. But somehow, you know, somebody found my email address. I guess you can find people's email. And then people send me emails from time to time. Sometimes they give me... Uh, Good, I guess, reviews, if you want to call it. Sometimes people say, I suck. I don't care, bro. Like, any listen, any listen that anytime anybody listens to me talk about Florida State, I consider that a win. So, um, we just, we, this, this, this fan base overall. It's a good one because I've been to Dope Campbell Stadium. It's been a while, but I've been there many times. It's been a long time. Um, but I think overall it's a good fan base. I think any most fan bases, all fan bases have that one corner where nothing you say is you know, about your team is going to be viewed in a positive light just because they just have their way of viewing the team and only their vantage point is right. Nobody else's vantage point is correct. So, I mean, you just have to accept who they are and how they think. So, you know, at the end of the day, I think, the, the main goal is that we want Florida State to be successful. I think 5-0 and down the stretch is going to be a tall ass for this team. Um, I think this coaching staff um, defensively, um, I really don't have a lot of faith in this coaching staff defensively. Um, I'm not calling for anybody's job or anything like that. I'm just stating my opinion, but I hope that on in every aspect of the game we can, you know, put our best, um, you know, strategy plan forward, and uh, you know, come out here and and just win the game. I don't, you know, ESPN has us as a. Uh, 20 point favorite. I, I don't care about that. I don't care about 88% win, whatever they call it, 88% chance of winning the game. You still got to go out there and play the game and you can't take these guys lightly. Um, I'm pretty sure that they're going to come and, uh, you know, try to play their, their best game against us. And we have to be prepared for that. Um, you know, Duke embarrassed Miami, but that doesn't translate to them playing us. So, um, and I say all of that because I know that these players, you know, they, they look at social media, they might not comment, but I know they look at it, they're human. And I think the fan base, when they set unrealistic expectations that 
sometimes these uh these players might fall victim to you know some of the propaganda that's out there um you know I just want to finish better than last year I want to get better on the offensive and defensive lines um and um you know that's where I'm at with it that's pretty much where I'm at with it um that if we're ever going to get back to our winning ways and competing for ACC championships and national championships you're going to have to get better on the offensive and defensive lines. I mean, that's the foundational thing of football. And, uh, you know, I've been saying that for this whole year, really. And, uh, you know, like I said earlier in this podcast and many podcasts before this, this season, you know, the way that we played against LSU, I thought we were going to be special. But, I mean, injuries and things of that nature has kind of derailed that. I still think you have an opportunity to be special this season. Um, but we, we need better offensive and defensive line play. I think you need to think about center and left tackle as far as, you know, experiment with some, with some other guys. I feel like Darius Washington best game as a Seminole this season has been at in the interior at center and um you know there has to be Robert Scott can't be the best tackle on this roster um so and no disrespect to any player I'm just calling it like I see it so um that concludes this episode I hope you enjoyed it it's available on YouTube. It's available on all podcast platforms. Um, I appreciate the support. Thank you for listening. And as always, go Knowles.